Almighty God, whose most dear Son went not up to joy, but first he suffered pain and entered not into glory before he was crucified, mercifully grant that we, walking in the way of the cross, may find it none other than the way of life and peace. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen.
Almighty and ever-living God, in your tender love for the human race, you sent your Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ, to take upon him our nature and to suffer death upon the cross, giving us the example of his great humility. Mercifully grant that we may walk in the way of his suffering and also share in his resurrection through Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Please be seated for the reading. A reading from the book of Isaiah. The Lord God has given me the tongue of a teacher that I may know how to sustain the weary with the word. Morning by morning he wakens, wakens my ear to listen as those who are taught. The Lord God has opened my ear, and I was not rebellious. I did not turn backward. I gave my back to those who struck me, and my cheeks to those who pulled out the beard. I did not hide my face from insult and spitting. The Lord God helps me. Therefore, I have not been disgraced. Therefore, I have set my face like flint, and I know that I shall not be put to shame. He who vindicates me is near. Who will contend with me? Let us stand up together. Who are my adversaries? Let them confront me. It is the Lord God who helps me. Who will declare me guilty? The word of the Lord. consumed with sorrow, and also my throat and my belly. I have become a reproach to all my enemies and even to my neighbors, a dismay to those of my acquaintance. When they see me in the street, they avoid me. together against me, they plot to take my life. My times are in your hand. Rescue me from the hand of my enemies and from those who persecute me.
A reading from the letter of Paul to the Philippians. Let the same mind be in you that was in Christ Jesus, who, though he was in the form of God, did not regard quality with God as something to be exploited, but emptied himself, taking the form of a slave, being born in human likeness, and being found in human form, he humbled himself and became obedient to the point of death, even death on a cross. Therefore God has highly exalted him and gave him the name that is above every name, so that the name of Jesus every knee should bend in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. The word of the Lord.
chief priests and the scribes were looking for a way to arrest Jesus by stealth and kill him, but they caught him. Thank you. 
Sit here while I pray. He took with him Peter and James and John and began to be distressed and agitated. I am deeply grieved, even to death. Remain here and keep awake. Going a little farther, he threw himself on the ground and prayed that, if it were possible, the hour might pass from him. Abba, Father, for you all things are possible. Remove this cup from me, yet not what I want, but what you want. He came and found them sleeping. Jesus said, Simon, are you asleep? Could you not keep awake one hour? Keep awake and pray that you may not come into the time of trial. The spirit indeed is willing, but the flesh is weak. And again he went away and prayed, saying the same words. And once more he came and found them sleeping, for their eyes were very heavy, and they did not know what to say to him. He came a third time and said to them, Are you still sleeping and taking your rest? Enough! The hour has come. The Son of Man is betrayed into the hands of sinners. Get up, let us be gone. See, my betrayer is at hand. Immediately, while he was still speaking, Judas, one of the twelve, arrived. And with him there was a crowd with swords and clubs from the chief priests, the scribes, and the elders. Now the betrayer had given them a sign, saying, the one I will kiss is the man. Arrest him and lead him away under guard. So when he came, he went up to Jesus and said, Rabbi! And kissed him. Then they laid hands on him and arrested him. But one of those who stood near drew his sword and struck the slave of the high priest, cutting off his ear. Then Jesus said to them, we heard him say, I will destroy this temple and make it in your hands, and in three days I will build another, not made it in hands. Have you come out with swords and clubs to arrest me as though I were a bandit? Day after day I was with you in the temple teaching, and you did not arrest me. But let the scriptures be all of them deserted him and fled. But a certain young man was following him, wearing nothing but a linen cloth. They caught hold of him, and he left the linen cloth and ran off naked. They took Jesus to the high priest, and all the chief priests, the elders and the scribes were assembled. Peter had followed him at a distance, right into the courtyard of the high priest, and he was sitting with the guards, warming himself at the fire. Now the chief priests and the whole council were looking for testimony against Jesus to put him to death, but they found none. For many gave false testimony against him, and their testimony did not agree. Some stood up and gave false testimony against him, saying, We heard him say, I will destroy his temple and make it in hands, and in three days I will build another, not make it in hands. But even on this point, testimony 
Son of Man seated at the right hand of the power, coming with the clouds of heaven. Then the high priest tore his clothes and said, Why do we still need witnesses? You've heard his blasphemy. What is your decision?
children of the temple was torn in two from top to bottom. Now when the centurion, who stood facing him, saw that in this way he breathed his last, he said, Truly, this man is God's son. There were also women looking on from a distance. Among them were Mary Magdalene and Mary, the mother of James, the younger, and of Joseph, and Salome. They used to follow him and provided for him when he was in Galilee. And there were many other women who had come up with him to Jerusalem. When evening had come, and since it was the day of preparation, that is, the day before the Sabbath, Joseph of Arimathea, a respected member of the council, who was also himself waiting expectantly for the kingdom of God, went boldly to Pilate and asked for the body of Jesus. Then Pilate wondered if he were already dead. And summoning the centurion, he asked him whether he had been dead for some time. When he learned from the centurion that he was dead, he granted the body to Joseph. Then Joseph bought a linen cloth and taking down the body, wrapped it in the linen cloth and laid it in a tomb that had been hewn out of the rock. He then rolled the stone against the door of the tomb. May the words of my mouth and the meditations of our hearts be always acceptable in your sight, O Lord, our strength and our Redeemer. Amen. Well, on that first Palm Sunday, Jerusalem was in the mood for celebration. It felt a little like the excitement at St. John's this morning. The streets were jammed with people who had come from the four corners of the world for the Passover feast. The holy city was in a frenzy of activity. Voices pitched just a little louder in the face of all the crowds children scampering about, people gathering to greet each other. There was heightened expectation. <clears throat> there was talk of Messiah in the air. Some rumors about a rabbi from Galilee. They knew their scripture, this crowd. They knew what Zechariah had prophesied. Behold, your king is coming to you, humble and mounted on an ass. And then they saw him, the one called Jesus of Nazareth. 
and he was entering the city on a beast, just like the prophet had said. So some spread their garments on the ground, and some cut down palm branches and made a carpet of them. Hosanna, they cried. Hosanna to the son of David. It was a parade, and everybody loves a parade. Sometimes it doesn't even matter why you're there. You just get caught up in the fun of it all. But Jesus did not respond to the cheering. He didn't wave like a politician. He didn't shout out his greetings. He rode on silently, knowing that this was no victory parade. He had told them that, but they didn't believe him. He had told them that this journey would lead to death. And so the crowd turned on him. They didn't want to follow anybody to their death. Give us Barabbas, they say. Give us a zealot who will revolt against this Roman occupation. And so Pilate releases Barabbas, and Jesus' punishment was executed, pounding nail into flesh as he lay there to be mocked, to be scorned, and then to die. That scene is replayed over and over again when we wave our palm branches around and don't come back until the church is filled with Easter lilies next week, when we move from today's triumphal procession to next week's resurrection party, and we forget that this procession leads to a cross on Calvary before it leads to Easter. Could you not watch with me one hour, asks Jesus. And we say, no. No, we're, we're too busy getting ready for Easter. The relatives are coming, and, and we have a lot of eggs to die. Could you not come and remember why I got nailed to a cross? Well, we're not eager to do that, Lord, you know, with all the blood and the pain, and so we're going to walk away after today's pageantry and before the hard work begins. It's a funny thing, but when you're dying, the important thing isn't the parade, it's the cross. You want somebody to be there, to listen to your fears, and to tell you that your life matters. Not that every little thing's gonna be all right. It's a funny thing, but it is through Jesus' death, ugly as it is, that life is offered to us
and hope is poured into our hearts. What matters is that our God loves us enough to die for us. What matters is that God sent Jesus Christ to hang beside us on all the crosses of our living and all the crosses of our dying too. What matters isn't the party, but that somebody loves us when the party is over. I have watched people face death. I have watched the anguish of those that die and the agony of those who have to see them die. And I have also seen those who surround the dying gather together to support each other and believe for each other and hold each other up and dare to remember their faith in Christ's promises. And then it happens. It happens that unbearable pain becomes bearable. And people remember that they are not alone and that there are two on the cross because in our living and in our dying, Jesus promises that we will never be alone. Could you not watch one hour with me, says Jesus? Could you not be there for the crucifixion as well as the parade? You know, God did not ask the crowds to rescue Jesus from the cross. He just asked them and asks us to accompany him and wait there with him and see what he will do for them. God asks those of us who have come for this parade today to keep on walking to Calvary, to walk the way of the cross, to wash feet on Maundy Thursday and strip this altar bare, to pray the stations on Good Friday, to say our prayers, to read that good book, to be there with Jesus, to live the story of his passion and his death. And maybe the reason that God asks us to do these things is so that we can learn how to be Christ's presence at the crosses of today. That we might learn to listen to the bereaved, learn to sit by sick beds, learn to hold the hands of the anxious, to hold out hope for those who are getting divorced, for those who have lost their jobs, to dream dreams for the despairing, to engage the lonely, to look the poor and the homeless in the eye and greet them. 
when there are no quick fixes, no easy answers. What we are asked is to walk with those who go through the valleys of fear. And that's a hard thing for people who like to fix things and make them all better. People who like solutions and plans, construction and parades. But then I imagine. I imagine that Jesus preferred the parade to the cross, too. Could you not watch with me one hour? Could you not stand beside me as I offer you my body and my blood as a sign that I am with you always? Could you not be there to cry when I die? Could you not hope that I will not be gone forever? Could you not stay just a little while after the parade? Gracious Lord Jesus, as we remember your walk to the cross, give us insight and determination to see the perils that lead to our death and to turn away from them. Toward the new life and hope that you have promised to those who put their trust in you. Bless your church with prudence and courage. Bless our clergy and musicians as they prepare for the Easter feast. Guide your people to live so that the world will indeed know that we are Christians by our love. Let us now proclaim. Bless our elected leaders with wisdom and prudence as they work to make our country prosperous and just. Bless those seeking a solution to the gun violence that besets us. Let us now proclaim. God's mercy endures forever. Bless the 15 young people preparing for confirmation next month. Bless all who are gathering for family Easter celebrations and students returning home this week. Let us now proclaim. God's mercy endures forever. Bless those who come to St. John's to study for their high school equivalencies and learn skills in English and citizenship. Bless those who come to strengthen their recovery from addictions. Let us now proclaim. Bless those who are sick and suffering, those who are depressed and sad, those who are homeless and hungry, those who are poor in spirit. Use us as you will to bring them healing and hope. 
Let us now proclaim. Bless those who have died. Receive them into your loving care and console those who mourn. Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. O oh God, you have made us one blood of all the peoples of the earth and sent your Son to preach peace to those who are far off and to those who are near. Grant that people everywhere may seek after you and find you. Bring the nations into your fold and hasten the coming of your kingdom. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. May the peace of the Lord be always with you. Good morning. Please be seated. Welcome to St. John's in this unspring-like weather on Palm Sunday. We hope everyone has had a palm. They are all blessed, so please feel free to take some with you to offer to friends and to people that you may see at work or wherever to share the, the good news as we prepare for this coming Holy Week. If you're new or if you have been here a while, we welcome you. Please stay for coffee afterwards. You can fill out a slip of paper on the pew in front of you and put it in the offering plate so they, we can be in touch with you. First, I want to say a big thank you for our readers who worked very hard on bringing this passion play to you. It's not easy to get up in front of your peers and uh, perform, and so we thank them for giving their time and using their talent for that. Please keep your bulletin. The services for Holy Week are listed in the back. I urge you to come to one or to all, if you can afford the time, and invite someone else. As we walk through this week with Jesus, it will make Easter that much more meaningful for you if you participate in that way. Immediately after the service today, we will have the labyrinth spread out in the uh, Hubbard Hall, so you can take some time to walk this labyrinth. It's an ancient way to do a pilgrimage as we travel into the heart of God. So uh, please take a moment to take a look at that. This coming Friday, we will have our second annual Children's Walk with Jesus. It's a beautiful and uh, most meaningful way for the children to experience Holy Week. As the adults, we dress up in costume, we have props, and we walk the stations, all the different parts of Jesus' walk in Jerusalem all the way to the cross as we anticipate the coming of Easter. And it's a most wonderful thing for them to experience uh, and understanding what it means uh, to experience Easter. We had over 30 children participate last year and we're hoping to have more this. You notice in your pews there are envelopes for your Easter flower offering, so please take one of those and you can put your check or your money in and make sure that goes in the offering plate. 
If you'd like to dedicate those flowers, please say so on the envelope, and Ellen will make sure that they go into the, the bulletin. Immediately after the service today, we do have a meeting for our next block party that will be here before we know it in September, so we will be in the reception room if you would like to be a part of that. Last, yesterday, the entire nation seemed to be on the move with the March for Life movement. These are children leading the way to encourage our society, our government, to make a difference in people's lives as far as the issue of gun violence. So as a next step, I've been in conversation with Bishop Curry, who used to be a member here, and some other clergy in this diocese, and we are hoping to organize some roundtable discussions we call civil discourse. It's a way to facilitate discussion, no matter what your position is, no matter how you feel, where we encourage everyone to come to the table and share your views and know that you will be listened to and heard with respect and honor. It's a way to try to break down the barriers that it's built up in this country. And it's a way to unify and act as the living body of Christ. So there will be more information about that in the weeks and months to come. If you would like a blessing or healing for yourself, please go to the font and the healing minister will be there. There's also an opportunity to light a candle and say a prayer or a blessing for you or for someone else. Whatever struggle you have this week, whatever cross you have that you are carrying and burdened by, know that you are welcome to come to the table. It's not the church's table. It's not the priest's table. It's God's table. And all are welcome. So walk in love as Christ loved us and gave himself for us an offering and sacrifice to God.
up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right and a good and a joyful thing always and everywhere to give thanks to you, Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth, through Jesus Christ our Lord. For our sins he was lifted high upon the cross, that he might draw the whole world to himself. And by his suffering and death, he became the source of eternal salvation for all who put their trust in him. Therefore, we praise you, joining our voices with angels and archangels and with all the company of heaven, who forever sing this hymn to proclaim the glory of your name. and love, which you have made known to us in creation. In the call of Israel to be your people, in your word spoken through the prophets, and above all, in the word made flesh, Jesus, your Son. For in these last days you sent him to be incarnate from the Virgin Mary, to be the Savior and Redeemer of the world. In him you have delivered us from evil and made us worthy to stand before you. In him, you have brought us out of error into truth, out of sin into righteousness, out of death into life. And the night before he died for us, our Lord Jesus Christ took bread. And when he had given thanks to you, he broke it, gave it to his disciples and said, Take, eat, this is my body, which is given for you. Do this for the remembrance of me. After supper, he took the cup of wine, and when he had given thanks, he gave it to them and said, Drink this, all of you. This is my blood of the new covenant, which is shed for you and for all for the forgiveness of sins. Whenever you drink it, do this for the remembrance of me. Therefore, according to his command, O Father, we remember his death, we proclaim his resurrection, we are the And we offer our sacrifice of praise and thanksgiving to you, O Lord of all, presenting to you from your creation this bread and this wine. We pray you, gracious God, to send your Holy Spirit upon these gifts, that they may be the sacrament of the body of Christ and his blood of the new covenant. Unite us to your son in his sacrifice, that we may be acceptable through him, being sanctified by the Holy Spirit. In the fullness of time, put all things in subjection under your Christ, and bring us to that heavenly country, where with all your saints, we may enter the everlasting heritage of your sons and daughters. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, the firstborn of all creation, 
the head of the church, and the author of our salvation. By him and with him and in him, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all honor and glory is yours, almighty Father, now and forever. Amen. And now, as our Savior Christ has taught us, we are bold to say, gifts of God for the people of God. Take them in remembrance that Christ died for you, and feed on him in your hearts by faith, with thanksgiving.
eternal God, Heavenly Father, you have graciously accepted us as living members, your Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ, and you have fed us with spiritual food in the sacrament of his body and blood. Send us now into the world in peace. Grant us strength and courage to love and serve you with gladness and singleness of heart. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. Almighty God, we pray you graciously to behold this, your family, for whom our Lord Jesus Christ is willing to be betrayed and given into the hands of sinners and to suffer death upon the cross, who lives and reigns forever and ever. And the blessing of God Almighty, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit be amongst you and remain with you always.